This is episode 421 for May 2016. You're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, celebrating 10 years online with the podcast, and I appreciate you listening to it so long. We've uh, still the number one most downloaded and listened to Spider-Man-related podcast on the internet, so thank you, gang. Before we get on with the show, I'd appreciate your support. Log on to our front page of SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side. It says support this site via PayPal, and you can help us pay the bandwidth costs that it takes to host 400-plus podcasts up on our server. All right, on with the fight. Hey, Crawl Spacers, uh, welcome to our May edition of Fight Club. We've got, of course, George on the line. What's going on, George? Oh, not much. And we have Zach on this episode to talk uh-huh. about Civil War. It's What? What? Exactly, we're talking Civil War a little bit. We just did that for a podcast earlier, but we're going back to July 26, 2006, as I lose my voice. Uh, we're going to talk Amazing Spider-Man, the 1999 <laughs> volume, issue number 534. Tell me what happens in this issue, George. Uh, well, this is part of the... Ed- Anyone who's listened to the uh, to the podcast for a long time knows I straight up hate Civil War. Uh, characters were written were written wildly out of character, just for Mark Millar's convenience. There were things that happened in there that logically characters should not ever be able to come back from, and their relationships with other characters. <clears throat> and the whole thing was glossed over, uh, like on the last two pages of Siege, with everybody making a toast and just completely forgetting that Bill Foster was dead. Yeah. And so I don't really like Civil War. But as poorly as Civil War was written by uh, by Millar, in a lot of the other titles, you had writers who were trying to make up for that and were writing the characters as they should be. Uh, and of course, one of them was J. Michael Suzinski over in The Amazing Spider-Man. <coughs> so, 534. Um, the, only, the only downside of this is it has that thrice-damned, horrible Iron Spider costume, which I will hate until the end of time. However, the character in the suit is dead on. Yeah, the character in the suit is dead on, but the yeah. suit itself, I'll hate it. I will hate it when I'm in the ground. <laughs> I will still hate and bitch about this thing. The cover has <laughs> Iron Spider going up against Cap. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and it comes hot on the heels of the first massive major battle. Uh, in civil war between the two sides, between the pro registration side and the and cap side, which, or as I like to call them, the good guys. And Spider-Man had to fight uh, a whole bunch of people uh, during that fight. Uh, in this issue, they you know they show him fighting the Falcon. Um, and then, normally we just kind of give you the fight, you know, we'll give you a little context. But there's there's some important beats here that we should talk about. Okay. Uh, like when they're in the war room right after the battle and Spider-Man is over in the corner, you've got uh, Hank and Iron Man and Jan and Carol and Wasp, and the, or I just said Jan and Wasp, that's funny, uh, and She-Hulk are all sitting around, you know, talking strategy and stuff and what they're going to do and coordinating. And everyone's up and engaged and interested in this thing except Peter. Mm-hmm. Peter's sitting across the room. You know, hat in hand, with this look of "I'm really tired of fighting my friends." I'm, re-. and you could tell. I mean, even in Civil War, like every time he had, you know, something like that had to happen, he liked it less and less. Yeah. And then you got to the raft, and he's like, "Oh, we just throw the Constitution out the window." Oh my God, what did I sign on for? You know. Right. So. Yeah. 
So, you know, he's having issues about it, you know, and he's he gets a little confrontation with Iron Man, you know, and he's like, you know, there's buckets of things I, I want to talk about, but what's the point? We have to do this, right? And uh, and Iron Man's like, well, it's not me, Peter. Now it's not me. Always ready to deflect. God, I hated Stark throughout this entire thing. <laughs> such a douchebag. Did you like Stark leading up to this? I loved Iron Man <laughs> leading up to all this. Right. I always did. Did this ruin the character for you? Um, yes and no. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been able to enjoy <clears throat> Robert Downey Jr. as yeah. Iron Man in the movies, but... Yeah, Mark Millar kind of ruined Iron Man for me. I, okay. I say Mark Millar and Joe Quesada. Joe Quesada, who allowed the entire thing. Um, there was so much douchiness from that from that character during that whole thing. You don't come back from that. Not even with mind wipes, you know, which <laughs> are done for convenience. Not with, you know, Bendis writing that two-page toast at the end of Siege. No. <laughs> no. I, this character in the comics, I have absolutely no use for. I loved it when... Uh, after after this, I think it's two issues after this one where uh, Spider Man fights him in the street. Yeah, and then later on, <laughs> that Thor would be a good back. future fight club. Also, then when you, uh, it's it's a little bit shorter of a fight, but right. Um, this one is Cap versus Spider Man. Yeah, this one's really Cap, yeah, this one's Cap versus Spidey, and 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 but we we still need to talk about stuff leading up to that. Exactly, and I also loved it when Thor came back, and you know. I remember that because I think they were in New Orleans, and uh, and he used his you know his powers and his lightning and everything, and basically fused Iron Man's armor, right? And then just read him the riot act and was like, "You're so lucky, I just don't kill you right now because <laughs> you, you don't even realize how you offended me." So I mean, there's bad blood, and there's stuff that again logically shouldn't ever go away. But you know, it, it's because comics, it's all you know erased with a mind wipe and a two page toast. So anyway, and I forget exactly at what point it wasn't. A, was it after? <clears throat> was it after uh, uh, Secret Invasion when all that happened to him? When suddenly he forgot what he did? Who Iron Man? Yeah, I guess. I mean, something happened, and at some point he like. I remember someone uh, was telling me about it on the podcast, and somebody was like, "Yeah, he yeah he had his mind erased or whatever. He doesn't remember anything that happened during Civil War." And I was like, "Oh well, that's goddamn convenient." Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that. Anyway, anyway, back to Spidey's fight. Back to Spidey's fight. So, you know, Spidey is having is having more and more of a problem with this. You know, um, people, you know, referring to his side as tyrants. You know, protesting in the street and everything. And so, they go out and they're they're trying to find uh, they're trying to find Cap's side. And the Cap side, of course, has gone underground, literally, like they're marching through the sewer. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, the spider sense goes off and there's some incoming missiles. And then you find out this is one of those moments where you've got, um, you know, you've got villains taking advantage, advantage of the situation, you know, the heroes fighting one another. In this case, it's crossbones, uh, who we just got done seeing in Avengers of war <laughs> and, uh, in the movie, pardon me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they're dealing with all these missile, this missile barrage coming in, uh, where towards- are the missiles coming from? I'm, I'm looking at the. I just I just told you they're coming from crossbones. Crossbones. I, don't I think they that. fired. I think they fired them out of like a. Uh, oh, so was that in the Civil War comic? I don't remember seeing it in this issue though. It's. I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at crossbones running down an alley right now, and Spider-Man mm-hmm. like, oh hey, look, it's crossbones. Hmm. He calls him Sunshine. That's okay. right before the Captain America fight. My bad. Okay. Anyway, um, so you know the missiles are coming in. Iron Man takes out some. 
Uh, Carol takes out some others. Carol again for you know, or Miss Marvel as other people call her. I've always just called her Carol. And then uh, so Spider Man takes out the other two. Uh, and manages to get them to hit one another. You know, he webs them up, manages to get them to hit one another. They explode harmlessly over the city. And as he's as he's getting up from that, as because he you know he falls back. He was riding the missiles upwards for a little while, but then he falls back to the street. And you've got heroes fighting heroes again. And this time, he's confronted with Captain America. Mm-hmm. Captain America, who jumps down and basically goes into a monologue on him. And tells him there's no fun here. There's only innocent people being hurt and arrested and killed, and you're on the wrong side of that equation. Everything Cap says here to Spider-Man is 100% true, and Spider-Man knows it. Yeah. Deep down, Spider-Man knows it, and Spider-Man hates himself for being in the situation. Something that he'll even tell Iron Man when he quits the team later on. He says, you know, when Iron Man says, I'm disappointed in you, and Peter says, I'm more disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. But – here, uh, Captain America tells him, and and I love this this whole little mini speech. Yeah, he's like, I respect you, Peter, and I know you. I know your heart. I know you hate what you're doing, but you think you don't have any other choice. You're wrong. You can still do the right thing. We could use you on our side. I won't ask again. And he offers his hand to Spider-Man. Yeah. Now this brings back when I read this. This brought back memories of those times. Remember in Avengers when Cap would go to bat for Spider-Man. Right. Against the government, when the government was like, well, we don't want this guy on the team, and Captain America's like, I, I, I would follow this dude into hell. Yep. You know, actually, I think Thor has actually said that verbatim before. He should follow him into hell and get his marriage back. No. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and, and the best part of this issue is, yeah. I mean, the fight is fantastic, and you know, we're about to get right into that. But it's, the, it's Spidey's narration through the fight. Yeah. Yep. What's happening, and you realize... You realize a lot of things. I mean, it gives you a good insight into what's going through Spider-Man's mind when he's fighting somebody, especially someone with this much experience. And again, this is one of those fights when in, in uh, Fight Club, when we were doing it on the forums, I used to, I used to always bring up the experience factor because that's you know people are always like, well, it doesn't make any sense. This character is so much more powerful than the other one. I'm like, yeah, but that person doesn't have the same experience. <clears throat> you know, you can give somebody all the power in the universe. If they don't know how to use it. Captain America can still kick the crap out of them. <laughs> you know, I love the the. We just saw that in Civil War. I mean, yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I Captain love American come uh, best Spider Man. Captain yeah. America doesn't have superpowers per se, other than he has the super soldier serum. Well, he yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it, actually, it makes him very physically strong. I yeah, love the captions next to Spidey. It goes, my whole life, all I've ever really wanted to do is the respect of people I admire, Aunt May, MJ, and people like him. Finally, at last, after so long, I've got it. And now I'm about to lose it forever. That's that's the inner monologue that George loves and I love, too. That's great. Yeah, because yeah, because he, he, he and Captain America immediately go after one another, meaning yeah. you know, he's not going to take Cap's offer yet. Right. Um, but I like the whole, that whole respect thing. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man knows that. He knows He knows that Cap's gone to bat for him before. He knows that, that Cap is on the right side of this and that he's – but Peter's made his decision for better or worse. Peter has written the most out of character at the beginning of Civil War because there is no way knowing how many enemies he has and how many people have gone after him and the people he loves. There's no way he ever makes that deal ever, 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 ever. But anyway, I digress. Um I actually, you know what? I actually kind of got a little bit of the same thing from the Punisher when the Punisher kills dudes to save Spider-Man of the sewer. <laughs> oh yeah, you remember that? Yes, he's holding his tattered body and 
Yeah, and he, and he walks in, and, you know, yeah, that's when uh, Punisher killed, I think, like, uh, one of the Jack-O-Lanterns and the mm-hmm. Jester. It was like an old Daredevil villain, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so to get to the fight, Spidey and Captain America square off. They're, coming, they're starting to go at each other in the streets, and this is, uh, again, um, a well-written issue by, by JMS, but also a very well-drawn issue yes. by Ron Garney. And we've covered Ron Garney fights before. He did that awesome um, Kingpin in the jail, which was part of Civil War too. Yeah, and I also liked uh, back in the day. I also liked his work in Hulk. I thought he did a really good. He job. did a good. Too bad Byrne was writing it, but yeah. uh, Ron Garney's, of course, his Mark Wade Captain America run was great. Mm, well, I, well, okay. <laughs> it looked it looked good. There you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, actually, I like that. I'm coloring that with my view on Wade. Yeah, with my view on Wade. Anyway, I agree. Um. So the two of them start fighting. Uh, Spider-Man throws a, a punch at Cap, misses, you know, but it, it's just right under his chin. And then Cap answers immediately with a, just a shot straight to Peter's chest. Uh, Cap tries to hit him with the shield. Peter manages to duck right into Cap's fist. Yeah. You know? Boom. <clears throat> punch. And actually, Cap's got two punches into... Oh, yeah. Spidey, I'll just Spidey doesn't have face. a punch in yet. Well, Spidey comments on that later. Yeah. Because, you know, the narration here, Cap's fighting him, and, and Spidey's thinking, I've seen him fight dozens of times, tried to study his moves, mm-hmm. but until this moment, I never realized there are no moves. There's just one move from start to finish, smooth, quick, a ballet, deadly and fast, and powerful. Yeah. And he says, and powerful, right as, uh, right as um, uh, Cap's you know, delivering him one right across the jaw with his, with his right fist. Um then they, they kind of bounce back away from each other. Spider-Man says, I've got to put some distance between us. Use the strengths he doesn't have, the webs. The, but he's cut off immediately by when Cap throws his shield at him. And I love this line. He says, then he throws it, right as Captain America throws it. Spider-Man's thinking, then he throws it. Throws the symbol of the whole freaking country at me. And then Spidey dodges. The shield bounces off of the alley wall. And Spider-Man says, damn. This is the one curse word Spider-Man can make. <laughs> he is an adult at this point, too. Well, he is an adult, but yeah. he, the thing is, if, if Stan Lee had him swearing since the 60s, it'd be different. <laughs> but, I mean, but, I mean, he went all through the 90s without, without dropping uh, the S-bomb. We don't need it And now. if you should cuss at any time, the clone saga would be a great opportunity. Right? You know, I've... Yeah, when it's, not really, when it's not actually Spider-Man, when it's just a fake one. So oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I was Spider Man, I'd drop an F if I had clones after my ass. Yeah, but that's you. If Brad Douglas had spider powers, it'd be S this, F that. <laughs> it'd you know. be the F and Spider Man, yeah. Oh yeah. F and Spider Man. Your whole world would look like uh like keyboard symbols. You know, like the asterisk and the 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 uh one through zero. Yeah. So uh he dodges he dodges the shield, and the shield keeps bouncing around the alley. And Spidey, this is one of those great panels, you know, where Spidey's in more than one place at once. You yeah. know, um, this is here. Garney puts in two Spider-Man. If it was Ron Friends, would be like at least six. Yeah, <laughs> like a general rule. You know, I love those Did are my Friends favorite. Start that. Spider-Man. I don't think I don't think Friends perfected it, but I don't remember anybody doing it in Spider-Man before Friends. Yeah, someone may have, but I mean, Friends is the one that I always remember. Me too. Um. And he says, you know, the shield is perfect geometry in flight, but I have one advantage. I can sense where it's going to end up, and I use it. And he webs Cap's shield against um, 
a, a wall in the alley, you know, like a, a, a like a brick wall. Right. And it stuck. And he says, and as I turn, still in midair, I realize I've exposed my back and did exactly what he wanted me to do. Yep. And then you see, then you see Cap's fist punch right into him again. This is, and again, this is, this is the power, the power of, ex- of ex- what is that? What is that? What, what Whoa. What was that? I don't know. Weird. We're okay. Okay. So this is the power of experience. Yep. Right here. Uh, this is the way Batman takes down people who are way more powerful, <laughs> you know, yeah. by being one step ahead. Well, in Batman's case, like three or four moves ahead. So, you know, he hits him again. Peter falls back on it. You know, he's kneeling on one knee and he's like, everything's numb below the waist. He's hit me three times. I didn't get him once. Boom. And Spider-Man says, elapsed time, 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, this has only taken 10 seconds. He goes, the man knows more about hand-to-hand fighting than I'll ever learn in 100 lifetimes. Yeah. Or, pardon me, 100 years. It makes me feel like a chump. Mm-hmm. Fine, use the anger, make him fight my way, not his. And Peter throws webs out <coughs> at Cap, which Cap, which Cap dodges. Yeah, that's fast. He's like, he studied me. That's why he wants to fight close. He knows every my every move, my every skill, my every power. And he hasn't had time to study these. And that's when he springs out the Iron Spider Claws. Which you hate. Which I hate. <laughs> Looks like Doc Ock. Yeah. It just, it's just not Spider-Man. I hate anything that's not Spider-Man. <laughs> I hated it in, the, in like the late 90s whenever or mid 90s, early 90s whenever they would put him in a jackassy new uniform for whatever. Remember like that one thing that Larson had him in? It looked like mirrored glass or whatever. I think he was fighting the Sinister Six at one point in that crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and uh, he's Spider-Man. I mean, that's how he works. He has a red and blue suit, and he, he doesn't need more, you know? So why do, are we continually trying to reinvent the character? I get it. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense story-wise, but, you know, they wanted another variant. You know, oh, got to have the got to have more variant covers, got to have more, got to have – Since 84, yeah. he's the uh, an essential aspect of Spider-Man, or that, love it or hate it. He has more wardrobe changes than anybody. Well, the Wasp. Wasp has more. The the Well, that is true, but yeah. I've seen the Wasp look different issue to issue, Jack. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Even even when she's fighting the same people. Yeah. In part two, Jan makes the mysterious... The costume change is just part of the character now. It's been happening so often. Uh, It shouldn't be. Yeah, I know, but... It shouldn't be. I mean, the black costume, (sighs) yes. The black costume was different. But everybody wants to give him a new suit. But anyway, yeah, I know. Everybody, spider, everybody spider, tries to re, everybody tries to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, those spider arms, first blood. Yeah, uh, he manages to hit Cap's cheek uh, with one of the spider uh, spider claws and uh, spider claws. Listen to that. Um, and spider then, uh, claws. He even says it. First blood. He's celebrating the fact that he just hit Cap's cheek. Mm-hmm. You know, and drew a little blood. He's like, "Woohoo! Yay! I've turned the tide." You know. <laughs> We're now twenty <laughs> seconds into the fight. <laughs> if if that, you know, and then uh, and then you know he, he he's watching Cap. Cap's kind of knelt down, and Spidey's like, "Oh, he's surprised and ticked. That's how I can beat him. Not fighting him man to man, but man to spider." And you close in on on Peter's eyes, and I'm like, "No, Peter, you're just about to get your ass whooped. That's that's what's going to happen." Even though it's Amazing Spider-Man, it's on. If it, the here's the thing, Spider-Man. normally Spider-Man will go to somebody else's book and kick their ass. 
Mm-hmm. Like if you're, especially if you're, if you're X Men, if you have, if you have the X chromosome or gene or whatever the hell it is, uh, yeah, Spidey will show up and kick your ass free of charge. But the one cat that gets to come into Spider Man's comic who's not a villain and gets to kick his ass is definitely Captain America. I'll give you that. All right. Yeah. So right as they're about to square off again, you hear a giant explosion go off a couple of blocks away. You know, and Spidey's like, what the? And then Captain America turns and he's like, he doesn't even hesitate. He goes like, no, the other's under attack. You know, that means he's got to go help his buddies out against uh, against that thrice damned uh, villain, uh, Tony Stark. <laughs> and, and Cap's like, have to get him. He swings away. He doesn't even think about Spider-Man anymore. He's like, I've got to go help my team. And then Spider-Man's like, got to hurry, got to, you know, he's like, you can tell he's about to try to go after him and chase him. And, and then he hears people talking behind him and he hears get it get it quick man get it and he turns around and there's people trying to peel captain america's shield out of the webbing and off the wall and it disgusts him you know it's it's a i loved this yeah. i love this moment so much this is almost as good as the fight because he just fought yeah. captain america he's like you're on the wrong side of this no you're on the wrong side you know yeah. He just fought him in earnest, trying to defeat him so he could bring him in. And then he sees these people going after the shield, and he freaks. And you see him reflected up, you know, in the darkness of the alley. And he's like, "Leave it alone and walk out of here right now." Yep. He's and pissed. those people don't even. They're like, "Oh shit, son!" I'm out. <laughs> they make tracks fast, fast. Yeah, Spidey's like, they make tracks fast. Good. They've got no business even touching that thing. Nobody does. Nobody but him. Yeah. And Spidey takes the shield, and he webs it further up on the wall, and he goes like – and he says, I put it in a place where nobody can reach it. Correction, almost nobody. Because I – and then later on, you see you know, darkness has come, night's fallen, and you see Captain America's red glove reaching up for the shield. And he says, because I want him to know that I left it for him. Yeah. When he finds it, I hope he understands. I hope he gets the message that the shield represents the country and the laws of the country – Decide who's right, even the laws we don't like, even the ones that suck. Cap thinks in terms of right and wrong, but this isn't a matter of right and wrong, moral or immoral. It's illegal versus legal. At least that's what I tell myself in the middle of the night when I wonder what the hell I'm doing here. This is him, again, realizing. The center monologue's great. He's on the wrong side. And this is JMS telling us, yes, I know. It sucks. I'm stuck with it. Yes, Mm -hmm. he knows he's on the wrong side. And uh, and and then Spidey ends it. He's looking down. You know, he's watch. He watched Cap come and get yeah. the shield. And he's watching from a, a nearby roof. And he's like, "I'm legal. I'm registered. I'm authorized." And as I feel this whole situation starting to unravel all around me, I just hope to God that I'm also right. But yeah. as we as we find out, he wasn't. And yeah. well, things happened. And he's human, and that's why we love him. And yeah, yeah. He, he yep. does. He does make mistakes. Although mm-hmm. this one was the biggest out of character mistake he's ever made. Yeah. So that's uh, it's it's out of character, but he realizes it's out of character, and he comes back to the the center. Yeah, he, so eventually he does, he does eventually, but I mean, there's still horrible ramifications yeah. for the decision he made. And this is why I always say he would have never made that choice hmm. ever. He would have wrestled with it. He would have thought about it and been tempted by it. But then at the end of the day, he would have thought of May, and he would have thought of Mary Jane, and he'd be like, "No, I can't do this." Yeah. But Mark Millar wanted to tell a certain story, and that just didn't fit his narrative. Mm-hmm. So crap had to happen. So who won? Also, also, they wanted a single Spider-Man, which I guarantee you they were already mapping out. Yeah. Who won? 
No one wins in this. Oh, come on. It's no, Cap. No, no, it's not Cap because Spider-Man got the last hit in. They were both left standing. Bar- no, well, Cap, Cap is fine. He has a scratch. Spider-Man can barely walk. <laughs> no, he's not. He, he's crouched. He, he just sprang at Captain America. He can't feel anything below the waist, he said. Yeah, but he, he still sprang at him. Still sprang at him and managed to make him bleed. Yeah. This is technically, I'm going to call this one a draw, but everyone loses in this kind of thing because Spider-Man is in a situation he shouldn't be in. Again, that was all editorially driven. Um, and also, I mean, definitely Peter wouldn't consider himself the winner at all. No. Yeah. Not at all. And neither would Captain America. Both of them hate fighting one another. They hate it viscerally. Now here's they a here's cannot a, stand it. Here's what? a what if. If this fight continues more than what the thirty seconds it lasted, who wins? Captain America. Yeah, I agree. Captain America was basically bullfighting him. Yeah. He was just letting him be reckless and make his own mistakes. And I mean it's Peter knew it. I think I think on some level Peter wanted to lose. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. did. Zach, do you think I'm wrong? Uh, I don't think you're wrong at all. I think Peter really the, the 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 amount of turmoil and conflict subconsciously i think he did want to lose yeah i think yeah i think he was frustrated i mean at the you know towards the end of the fight he's like that's how i beat him i come at him like a spider monkey he didn't say spider monkey <laughs> you know all like right. a man versus spider yeah. he getting all jacked up on mountain dew but even then his heart's <laughs> not in it i mean he scratches yeah. cap chic and then he just sits there crouched down waiting for cap to make the next move right yeah. so what'd you call it you saw call it a draw i would technically uh, this would be a draw i okay. mean you know, Captain America rushed off to help other people, and Spider-Man didn't go after him. Spider-Man took care of the guy's shield because, damn. <laughs> and and so on that level, I would call it a draw. But again, no one no one wins this. No, yeah. Yeah. E- even if Cap had won, Cap wouldn't consider himself the winner. Yeah. You know, and and again, I point out the fact that I, I think Peter wanted to lose, and I think you can tell when he's in the control room with Iron Man and everybody else, and he's just sitting there like a shell of a man. Yeah. You know, he's just so tired of fighting his friends. It's hard to believe this this issue is nearly ten years old. Mm-hmm. Ten years old. Yeah. Yeah. And the weird thing is, this was like literally weeks, weeks before. This was three weeks before we recorded the first podcast. There, Douglas. Oh, that's true. Was it? It was the. It was the. Yeah, it is because we recorded the beginning of August in '06. Yeah, middle of August. I think you, yeah. we recorded like on the 15th, and you released it like yeah. on the 18th or something like that. That's crazy. So, because I've been going through the archives, oh, Spider I, fans. So this <laughs> one's this one's a good fight, very good um, fight. for um, for this month because obviously because of Civil War at the movie theater. Which, by yeah. the way, go see it. It's it's a uh, it's pretty good. Um, but uh, but also just to show the the relationship that that Peter has had with certain heroes over the years. Mm-hmm. Um. Has always, you know, there's some of them that are just special. Yeah, and, the, cap, and the Cap relationship is very special. Captain America, you know, I mean, there's people who who put their neck out for Peter, mm-hmm. but Captain America did it, you know, basically. I mean, told the government, you know, it was like, look, you're wrong about this guy. This is a good. Yeah. This is a good guy, yeah. you know. And and when Peter, when people stick up for Peter, it makes you know it, he appreciates it more than probably any other hero yeah because all he gets most of the other you know most of the rest of the time is grief from yeah. from you know and it, you know through a combination of being the most popular marvel character and also being in marvel team up for so long he's got a relationship pretty much with almost everybody in the universe 
Well, he's met just about every damn he's met, person. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, but when I name some of my favorite team ups of him and Marvel characters, Cap's up there. Obviously, yeah. Hulk, Daredevil from the Iron Man's Plus. up there. Iron Man's he, up there. Yeah, he teamed up with Iron Man a whole lot. <clears throat> yeah. Um, actually, speaking of that tease for next month, I actually liked uh, issue twelve of Amazing this month. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't uh, read it. Which yet. had which had Peter and Iron Man together. So mm. it, it may shock you to know that I'm not in that much of a rush to read the current stuff, <laughs> and I only do it before like usually like the day we re- we record the podcast to review it. <laughs> well, you know, looking back on JMS's run, there's a bit that I I didn't like, which is the totem spider stuff and all that. But even that's still much better than what we're getting. Now. Exactly. That's what there were still there say. Were, there were some misfires. Uh, the crap with Gwen Stacy. Yes. Um, uh, the, 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 well, to me, that would have – I would have even been okay with it if it not had been Norman, if it had been Peter's kids. Oh, I, yeah, I don't want that. The crap with, the crap with Gwen Stacy, the totem crap, I hate, those, and I do use the word crap. Biggest mistakes. Um, his back in black was great. His Civil War was great. His uh, opening arc trying to get Mary Jane back. The Doctor Doom in the airport story was great. That Doctor Doom in the airport story made me cry. Yeah, that was great. That very few at the time I liked the the nine eleven issue too. I haven't read uh, it. I I didn't like that. I felt that one more. Uh, Doom Doom crying was a problem, but Doom Doom crying. Yeah, when you've yeah. got people out there who've who've yeah. tried to commit genocide before. Yeah, you know, Doom crying was wrong, yeah, but was, the uh, rest was okay. I like. Yeah, was out the, of bounds. The rest the the rest was uh, outside the Doom Doom scene. The rest was I I thought yeah. fit. It, it was something that. Marvel felt they needed to do, and I get why they did it. Um, because but it's I, extremely personal for him. But I, but the, the yeah, the the. the but the, I think his his good outweighs his bad with Straczynski's run. It does. Yeah. His greatest strengths as a writer for for Spider Man were the relationships. Yes, the humanization, the humanization, and also uh, the truest character beat, making uh, Peter a teacher. Yeah. That I'm mixed. Me, I'm mixed on that, but no, that for a character who who came through what he did and and is all about responsibility, is all about helping yeah. others. For you to become a teacher, yeah, that's, that's it, the next generation is a big responsibility. Right? That's huge. Yeah, yeah I'll and, give you that. And, and go ahead, Zach. Uh, well, you're right. He he took he stripped away because there was such character assassination of Peter Parker. Prior to that, oh yeah, under the Mac years, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had to strip everything away, build Peter from Peter and May, and then Mary Jane from the ground up. Yeah, pretty rebuild much. them. Now, the, the problem with that was was it was to the detriment of everything else. The like, supporting you, cast besides yeah, the, Aunt May and Mary Jane, yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, I mean because I remember being upset at first because he didn't have Mary Jane. Right off the bat, he sent the, you know he sent Mary Jane away, and they were separated, and that was driving me crazy. I was like, dude, we just went through this long ass period where Marvel tried to sell us on the idea of her being dead, and we rebelled, and now you send her away after that one issue, yeah, you know, or after those. those I few think he sent her away to bring her back. I mean, he he did ultimately. I mean, that's yeah. what you realize because when you the strength of that airport issue. Oh yeah, dude, with Doom. I mean, right. like them at the end. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, and, and they just lay it all out, all cards on the table, what they yep. both mean to one another, and they're both bawling their heads off. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, this and is like reinforced of- why the two characters are perfect for each other, You're right? And, and, and anytime you want to hear Joe Quesada or Brevert or one of these other anti-marriage people pipe off 
about character development, about, oh, well, the marriage stops drama, be, 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 point to that issue. Yeah. Because while they were saying all that crap, JMS was consistently proving them wrong yeah. and doing it with higher, with higher sales numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> true. that's true. But, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, those, th- th- to me, that's always going to be his legacy. Yeah. For the character was the strength of the relationships. And I also, it's funny because we talk about this in this fight. He entered, remember, he introduced Mary Jane to Captain America. Oh, he, at, at he did? Airport. Yeah, because yeah. Captain Oh, that's right. He did. Hey, hey, Cap, this is. Did he say, yeah. but, because did, Mary, say somebody special to me? Or yeah. what did he say? Because yeah. he didn't know the identity. No, he yeah, he, but yeah. he said, um, you know, because Mary Jane said, you never introduced me to your work friends. Oh, yeah, that's right. And so he was like, I want you to meet someone very, you know, special to me. And Captain America was like, oh, it's, and then, you know, good to don't meet let, you. Don't, don't huh? let the, uh, ma- the mask hide your face, but don't let it hide your heart. That yeah. His yeah. Party. Is that yeah. what Cap said? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's cool. That's a good line. And now here they are fighting. And, and, and honestly, I go back to like, this is probably... Other than having to fight Harry, this is probably Peter the, the one fight Peter never ever wanted to have. Yeah, I agree. You know, but it's a very memorable fight, even though it lasted what thirty seconds in time in the <laughs> real time. Yeah, yeah. But the, everything about this, the way Captain America talks to him, the way dead on, you can tell even though he's fighting Cap, he reveres Cap. Yeah, still looks up to him. Yep, it's gut wrenching. Yeah, it, it really is. Good one to examine and very timely with the movie out. 